1: You're listening to the JR. Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we're coming to you live from the Rocket
2: Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket, Rocket can. I'm hanging out with super producer and host Dave Shepard. I'm happy to be here with you, everybody listening all across North America. My friends at work. My friends on campus. My friends leaving work. My friends rolling around for work delivering and moving America, protecting America, whatever you doing, get your money and take some time to chill. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next three hours, but I get started 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm also happy to be coming to you live from New Orleans, Louisiana. I can't wait. I'm going to be having just a, a good old time. Tulane. Yes, Tulane University. Media for the Movement Tour continues. We'll be speaking with media students, communication students, students interested in health, as we talk about utilizing sports for good, for inclusion. Not just in sports, but for health as well. It's going to be a fun time. Media for the Movement Tour took me to 25 colleges and universities last year. And we're rolling again so far this year. A big shout-out to my friends at Drexel University, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. My friends in Fordham University in the Bronx, New York. So many great broadcasters have come out of of Fordham. So many. And now I'm in the South. I'm from Atlanta, live in Atlanta. Now I'm in New Orleans. At least I'm not running around with any Falcons gear. I don't need to beef with my friends who are Saints fans. But anyway, speaking of beef, that's what unfortunately we have a lot of. We got athletes punching athletes. We have athletes punching photographers. And why can't we all just get along? Damn it, over the weekend we had we had coaches beefing in the swack. Who's swag? Deion Sanders says, I'm swack. Yeah, he needed to be reminded. But anyway. Last hour, we had an opportunity to update you on Draymond Green. The news broke while I was on the air last night. Draymond will not be suspended. He will only be fined. He should be suspended. The Warriors took the easy way out, and they're just trying to diffuse the situation. They're trying to calm things down. And yes, it it won't go away in a week or two weeks, but they, they want the scenario to go away. They don't want to they don't want to exacerbate all of this, knowing that Draymond and not being available during ring night becomes even more of a distraction. And how do you work him in? You don't. You say here he is and you keep it moving. That's been the approach now of the Golden State Warriors. We've also learned that Devontae Adams, we talked about him last night. People are saying, a couple of people, oh, it was a photographer's fault, a bunch of garbage, that is. This could be garbage or not. Devontae Adams, he's been charged with misdemeanor assault for shoving that photographer. He works for ESPN. After he filed his police report, it's been noted that he suffered whiplash, a headache, and a possible minor concussion. Devontae Adams has to go to court next month. He could go to jail for six months or pay a fine of $1,000. I would think that he would just pay this young man to just go away. What his intent is, is he hurt? Is he injured? I don't know. Don't care. Don't matter to me. I hope he's fine. Could be a cash grab. Doesn't matter to me. All I know is that we wouldn't be in a situation if Devontae Adams knew how to control himself. For something that is a normal occurrence. Media, athletes getting in each other's way. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Next hour, I'm going to bring you a new top six list. It's what we do every single Wednesday night. Major League Baseball playoffs are still rolling on. The Braves were able about an hour ago to even their series against the Phillies at one all. Scoring three runs in the sixth. Atlanta wins three to nothing, and then we currently have the Padres and Dodgers going at it. Now the Padres have a, a lead here in the bottom of the sixth, moving into the seventh, really, four to three. And then right before we went to break, I had a caller. He wanted to to try to ask me, like I wrote the NFL rule book. Say, like, oh yeah, the, the, the referees and, and in regards to Chris Jones a couple of nights ago, Monday Night Football sacking Derek Carr, and then being called for roughing the guy, knowing that it was a strip sack, something that we are all familiar with. We had a caller. I think his name was Bill from Texas. I know he's from Texas. My apologies if the man's name was not Bill. He's just like, hey, it should have been reviewed. It was under two minutes. And he, he took the ball from him. That's reviewable, and that that happened in the same time. Matter of fact, it happened before he even fell on him. And I tried to explain to the man, yeah, I, I agree with you, but they threw the flag. It's, they should have thrown the flag. And so basically, it was like me and this guy could have argued for the next 25 million years, and I don't think he would have gotten the point. I didn't throw the flag. It would have been thrown in the first place. I would have been standing there cheering that a quarterback got hit. We want to see more quarterbacks get hit legally, of course, and that was a legal hit. So trying to tell me that, oh, well, they shouldn't have, uh, you know, they should have reviewed it. All I can tell you is, okay, what do you want me to do? I can give you the NFL's address on Park Avenue. It's a very nice building. It's a couple blocks up from Grand Central Terminal. You can go and stand outside and get the attention of whoever you'd like. I can also direct you to the parking lot if you can't get inside the lobby. Matter of fact, if you need a refresher on what Chris Jones thinks, he believes, forget the, the, the taking of the ball, the fumble aspect of it. He just thinks, period, that they should be able to review it. Listen. I
3: think now uh, to evolve roughing the passer and protecting the quarterback is essentially what we're doing in this league. We got to be able to look at roughing the passers in the booth because it's happening so fast. Maybe we can change that because now it's getting absurd. You know what I'm saying? Now it's causing teams gains. You know, that was a fourth down stop on Grady Jarrett. They, the team would have got the ball back, and, and, you know, who who knows what would have happened. But for them not to be able to, to look at that, you know, when you sit on videos, you know, you can, you know, and faster, when when it's faster than you on the field and happen that fast, you know, the ref, they might see something different. But when they're able to, like, look at the video and see that it's not roughing the passers, a lot of these roughing the passers would be called back.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I wish it would happen sooner than later. Everybody is just trying to be, oh, so protective of the QBs. All of them. Now, Tua Tonga Valoa, at least he's he's back to throwing. They're not letting this man play. What, is Tua Tonga the guinea pig now? I want to update you on Tua Tonga We'll get there in the next break. We got a bunch of folks who are on the line right now. Let's go ahead and talk to them. If you want to reach out to me, you can do it as well on social media. That's at JR Sport Brief. The phone number is 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4CBS. Phone lines always packed. Uh, let's go ahead and talk to some folks. Mark is calling up from Jersey. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
4: Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing
2: today? I'm excellent, um, Mark. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah.
4: Uh, my name is Marty, by the way. Mark, Mark.
2: Okay. Mark, for sure. Yeah,
4: uh, how you doing? Yes, yeah, so I, 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 I agree with your view on that, um, you know, pay the guy Get, a, get uh, with Devontae Adams as far as doing him with this current situation. You know, you could pay the guy and everything the problem go away, but at the end of the day, he, he, it was malicious intent. He loaded up and he pushed the guy. You know what I mean, like I have seen, I've seen a lot of situations, altercations go down. Let's just say that cameraman was a little built. He could have got up and, and and you know did something to him, and he would have been all right, and that would have been valid. So you gotta look at it in that aspect too. He just picked on a little guy. Uh, yeah, he could have he could have grabbed him. I feel like he could have just grabbed him, put put him to the side like oh oh you in the way. He did that with malicious intent. So I feel like he's guilty in that reason. And you know find him a couple games, two three games, and he'll lose more money that way than a thousand dollar fine. Okay. okay.
2: All right. Th- thank you, Mark, for calling up. Oh, his name wasn't Mark. I forgot his name. Marty. Sorry, Marty. I mean, I can talk to a bunch of people here. We you you were able to talk to us. My apologies. Keith is calling from Houston. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
3: Hey, I hope you can hear me. Hey, I
2: look. can.
3: Hey, um, when you start thinking about the whole setup, I first heard that uh, Draymond had, had punched him. And I said, oh, man, Draymond's doing some crazy stuff again. But then after I saw the video, I looked at it totally different. I did 22 years in the Marine Corps, and we had fights in the barracks all the time. When you get up on somebody and you're going to push them, as soon as you lay hands on me, it turns into a whole different type of atmosphere. And so he turned around, and it just so happens, Draymond got a good right hook and knocked him out. But he brought it on himself. He could have walked away. He didn't have to push him. And I don't know what he would have said that would have caused that, but whatever it was, that's what you get. Now, as far as him actually being suspended, yeah, he probably needs to be some kind of reprimand. But suspension, I don't know. That might have been a little bit too much for him to actually be suspended. Mm, but you know, i I won't, also, I, I, won't, I won't agree. I won't. Also, let, wants him to know that we are the Golden State Warriors. We're not the Golden State Tulips.
2: And yeah, so you're but
3: are gonna I'm gonna come at. What
2: back. What, I, what I'll say is there there's no there's no justification. There was—we don't know what was said. We can all read about the rumors of what was said, and we can sit around and surmise what was said and what was not said. But if you want to look at the push as being the main antagonizing factor, I don't see it that way. The antagonizing factor is when someone walks up to you who is not in your personal space and decides to basically get all up in your personal space— I think there's a natural justification to remove someone from that space. If we want to take that approach, then the minute that Draymond Green decided to approach him, Jordan Poole could have swung at him. That would have been wrong. And so I don't want to just give a pass and go, well, Draymond, was, he was justified in punching him because he was pushed. He went over there and started it. He went, he went over there and said something. Now, again, no, 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 oh, no, oh, no, it's not. He didn't go over and say anything. He was in his space. He was on top of the man. He was leaning into the man, and he was pushed away. There's a difference between me, hey, hey, come in, man. Let me talk to you for a second. And then you deciding to shove me across the room, and then I swing versus me antagonizing. I- I'll say, go, uh, go back and look at it. Uh-uh. That's not what happened. Draymond didn't say, oh, excuse me, pardon me, sir. Can you mind having a seat here? He didn't hit him with that. He just hit him. Who's going to roll up to you in your face in any setting? Act like you sit. Think about it this way. You're sitting in a chair. What happens if somebody comes and, and, and stands over you and talks down to you and leans over and into you while you're sitting down? Now, imagine that same scenario standing up. It doesn't matter. A person is trying to intimidate you. They're trying to punk you. They're trying to see who you are and what you got. They're trying to push you around. And Draymond Green, that's exactly what he did. He didn't say, excuse me. Can we have a conversation? That ain't happened. Let's go to Hawaii. Let's talk to Tommy. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Tommy?
5: Hey, how's it going? Thanks for taking the call. Uh, I kind of agree with the last caller. Um, only in part that I don't think it started with Draymond walking over into his space. Words are being exchanged already. And we uh, had a caller earlier say that uh, there weren't enough. Uh, there, what are we teaching the kids? I, to me, kids seem to think that there's no consequences for their actions. You know, i got kids that play video games, and they talk like they're 300-pound gorillas. Uh, to the people on the on the other side that they call their friends. You know, when we were kids, you couldn't talk like that to people because you get smacked. Uh, it's the same idea. It's not like he's walking up to someone in the street. This is in-house. I'm not sure who was videoing and why it got out. But to me, it's this kind of stuff happens in sports all the time, and you just don't hear about them all the time.
2: I don't think, yes, uh, arguments happen in sports all the time. Physical altercations happen in sports all the time. If we had more instances like this, we would hear about it because players would be getting the boot. You know, Draymond Green, for however anyone wants to think about him as a player in the NBA or his status, he's a star. Okay, he's not a a star in the ilk of, oh, my God, here comes LeBron or or Giannis. He's a star. He's a name. He's one of the more recognizable players in the NBA. We don't have this. Hold on, Tommy. Yeah, we don't have this happen all the time. There's a reason why it got out because of who he is. And so that makes it different. And to your first point, I got to be honest here with you. There is there's not a justification. Words being exchanged is not an okay. for him to go over there and swing the living hell out of him. I'll put it to you this way. If Jordan Poole said something to the full extent where it was necessary or worthy for him to be punched in the mouth, we'd know it, okay? And when I say we'd know it, we would know that he maybe said something about his mother. We would know maybe, and we've heard rumors of, oh, well, he called him out his name. Well, if that's the case, we hear a lot of that. And so there's no, I, 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 feel, I really feel... There's a lot of folks making excuses right now. There's a reason Draymond Green sat up on the stage and apologized. There's a reason that Devontae Adams, before he was even asked a question, apologized. And and sure, it's their job. I would tend to think, just if you have to believe a little bit, that there was some sincerity there. It's because they were... Wrong.
5: Hmm. Okay. Well, you said you said we we heard about it because of who he was, but th- weren't there stories of like this kind of stuff happening back when Jordan was playing too?
2: Oh my God! Yes, we we we, we talk yeah. about that. We've we've yeah. heard that ad nauseum. Yeah, a guy named Michael yeah. Jordan might have heard of him. <laughs> Punched another guy named Steve Kerr. Might have heard of him. Yes, mm-hmm. we, we we've heard about that. That's well, one I mean, instance. Tell me something new. Well, tell me another one, Tommy. That's Michael Jordan. I think we've heard of him. Tell me about another one.
5: Uh, I don't know. I couldn't tell
2: you. That's that's my point. Fights happen all the time. And thank you, Tommy, for calling from from Hawaii. Fights happen in houses, marriages, unfortunately. And I'm talking physical. It don't matter if you want to throw verbal jabs, physical ones, people get into it. It happens. It's more prone to happen. You get a bunch of testosterone in a room. People are actually physical. Basketball is a physical game. It's a game of alphas. You play sports. Anybody who plays sports, mano y mano, same thing for women. You want to go at somebody. They're not the same level of testosterone, but when you're in a competitive environment and you are physical, it's going to happen. They ain't barking at each other over, I don't know, a PlayStation 5. There is a lack of self-control. In these two scenarios, there was a lack of self-control. Devontae Adams was ticked off. He could have let that guy bump into him. He could have bumped him and kept it moving. He didn't have to Shack style Chris Dudley move him to the ground. That's what that looked like. Draymond Green didn't have to punch him. But they were going at it, and he didn't like something was said, and he got in his face, and it was the shove. I think it was less about what was said. It was the shove. Like, what are we trying to find excuses for? Well, the photographer shouldn't have walked in front of him. Well, Jordan Poole shouldn't have shoved him. Stop coming up with excuses. Quit. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back, I told you about Tua Valoa. We heard Chris Jones. He talked about the roughing the passer in a Valoa. Still not ready to go out there and play ball. They may have to put him in the bubble or a bubble by the time he comes back. I'll tell you about it on the other side. You'll also hear from the Miami Dolphins head coach, Mike McDaniel. It's the JR Sport Brief show, CBS Sports Radio.
1: No excuses. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Of
5: course, I'd like to say thank you so much, man. I'm going through a lot of uh, life-threatening health issues the last two years, and I always close out my night listening to you called a couple times, so I just want to say thank you again for being on the radio and keeping me entertained.
1: Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's
2: the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You know, knowing that one of our callers mentioned the, uh, lack of a flag, and roughing the passer, and when they should review, and et cetera, et cetera, I must let you know that someone who was knocked the hell out, unfortunately, and maybe set a lot of this in motion was Tuatonga Valoa, and we haven't seen this man since he got knocked out, really, against the Bills. They said it was his back, and and then he got really knocked out against the Bengals uh, Thursday night football. We saw that. The Dolphins, who started off at 3-0, they're now on a two-game losing streak. This past Sunday against the New York Jets, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, he was knocked out pretty much on the first play of the game. Sauce Gardner coming in and blitzing him in the end zone, hitting him in the ribs. And Teddy Bridgewater's brain bounces off of the, the turf or field that met life. And uh, even though Teddy Bridgewater seemingly passed concussion protocol, one of the spotters was just like, eh, nope. And so they basically have to throw out their third-string quarterback, Skylar Thompson, this past Sunday, coming out of Kansas State. This man was a seventh-round draft pick. He threw for 166 yards, and he had an interception versus the Jets. Well, he's going to start again. The Dolphins are getting ready to take on the Minnesota Vikings this Sunday. He's going to be the starter. Teddy Bridgewater for the for the time being coming out of this protocol is going to be the backup. And Tua Tagovailoa, well, he was limited in practice today. But he's going to be home. Tua Tagovailoa is still not playing and it stinks because Tua Tagovailoa was having an amazing start. To his season, more than a1,000 yards passing, eight touchdowns and three interceptions, And of course, is one of the highest completion percentages in the game. Not too bad when you can throw to waddle and hill and say, "Hey, you guys go get the rest of the yards." This man came into the NFL with a busted up hip. Can he stay healthy? Is he too small? Well, I mean, are the injuries the head injuries that he suffered? Is this a potential result? of him being too small, quote-unquote. And so he's ruled out again. And we went through all of this, and we see all the roughing the passer, and you can't touch the QB, and now we have to protect the QB at all costs. Everybody's protecting their own selves. Mike McDaniel, I mean, the night that tour just got 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 smashed on against the Bills, it was just like, okay, well, it's his back. And then a couple of nights later when he had to be stretchered off of the field, you know, Mike McDaniel, he had to stand there and uh well, this is what Mike had to say
6: that night. I don't think that his an injury from last week um uh made hit, made him fall the same way this week, you know. Um but yeah, I I, I do not have any like absolutely zero patients for or will ever um, put a put a, a player in a position to, um, for them to be in harm's way. That is like not um, what I'm about at all and no outcome of a game would ever influence me being irresponsible as the head coach of the football team.
2: Yeah, he can only say, hey, the doctors told me he was OK. And we know a couple of days later, the independent neurologist got the boot, was fired. They said that this was a failure of protocols. The NFL and the Players Association, they changed the protocols as a result of what took place with Tua. And then Mike McDaniel, the next day, he was back, and this is what he had to say about Tua playing.
6: What I was kind of referring to in terms of ch- not changing anything i do is because the the whole process for what happened on on the bills game was you know he was evaluated for a head injury immediately um that's that's what um we brought him under the tent for and brought him inside for um he was evaluated um and then cleared by several layers of medical professionals who um, i don't pretend to be one but those people um uh, the collection of them uh, cleared him of any head injury whatsoever and he had a um back and ankle issue
3: oh
2: well damn well we know what happened doctor got fired and that's just him That's mike mcdaniel protecting his ass i'm not a doctor i don't pretend to be one the doctors say he's fine to play i'm allowed to play and so knowing that we've gone through all of this knowing that we have not seen tua Knowing that he will not play again this upcoming Sunday. What the hell is the latest, Mike McDaniel? This is what he said.
6: I do not plan to have him play at all. I, it, it's something that this this whole um, process is a little tricky. And today he's just getting back to playing football for the first time in two weeks. You know, he hasn't been on a field playing football in two weeks. So um, today the, the focus is... Um, uh, you know, again, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself, and um, think about uh, the Z component. I'm worried about A, and A is um, getting him on the field and having him throw a football and being around his teammates, um, and that's that's what today's step is. And then moving forward, um, we'll go about 12 to 24 hours, right? Um, but I, I can I can say with certainty that. Uh, that he's not going to be playing this Sunday.
2: Well, I have no idea when we're going to see Tua play. And it is. I don't want to – but I'm glad that, that Jalen Hurts is having success. I think he deserves it. How he's improved, how he's worked. I want to see Tua get that full chance as well. But is he so small that this is what we should get used to? I wish him nothing but the best of success. It's a hard-knock life playing in the NFL. Now we got to protect all the quarterbacks at all costs. It's a, it's a catch-22. Do we protect the QBs? Do we let them play? When does Tua come back? If It's a lot going on right now. You know, Tom Brady, we shared this last night on his own podcast. He summed it up perfectly. And Tom Brady's 45 years old. And we know everything else Tom Brady is going through. Maybe he wouldn't be going through it. You know, if there weren't concerns that, hey, you're 45, you don't need to get your ass whooped no more because it's dangerous. Tom Brady with Jim Gray, he basically said, listen, I play the game. We play the game.
1: We know what we sign up for. The game has definitely changed from, I would say, a physical standpoint of you know even you know you look at the concussion situation i mean we look at boxing or we look at mma and they show highlights of those things all the time you know people getting knocked out and then when it comes to another context where like football we you know we we can't imagine that a concussion takes place you know so there's almost this aspect that you know we as players yeah no one wants to get hurt but at the same time we know what we're showing up for and we know that we're going to do the best we can do to prepare our body for the contact is that the same though?
2: Watching a boxing match and an MMA fight, watching dudes just kick and punch each other in the head, is is that the same as watching an NFL game? Is it the same? Like there's an anticipation that this is going to happen. I, I I guess with football, maybe Tom Brady does have a point. We should just get used to it. But here's the difference. The NFL is bigger. It's a team sport. There are owners who are involved. It's not, hey, I'm a boxer, I got a promoter and a television distributor, let me go out there, and everyone is involved. It's it's, it's a different structure. Financially, it's a different structure. So in that regards, I, I would not call it the same, and that's why there's so much hubbub. If Peyton Manning was running around and he owned the Indianapolis Colts or the Denver Broncos, if we had a bunch of owners who ran the thing, who played in the game, then maybe we wouldn't have this this emphasis here. Maybe there wouldn't be so much of a concern. But the NFL is not boxing, it's not MMA. There are so many different layers of making the money, splitting the money, spreading the money out trying to call him outrage. Like if y'all don't care so much about getting hit, then don't wear helmets. Treat it like rugby with NFL rules. Obviously there is a concern. Y'all are trying to prevent this. He has a point though. You playing football? You know what you signing up for. It's a dangerous thing. And I hope that we can see Tua of Valoa back out on the field Sooner than later, and I hope we can see him healthy. It's the JR Sport Reshow Show on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of healthy, Dak Prescott, is he healthy enough to return? I'll tell you on the other side of the break. And Bill Belichick, he has his own injured quarterback in Mac Jones. Uh, people were looking for an update there. Do you think Bill Belichick
1: gave it to him? You'll hear Bill Belichick on the other side of the break. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
6: I love your show Uh, every week. I work about 60 hours a week. Every week I get off of work at about midnight, and I tune into your show. I I love your show. I listen to your show every night going home from work,
5: and I appreciate you, man. I listen to you on my drive home from work, and I appreciate you being you
1: and being fresh, man. Thank you. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you
2: on CBS Sports Radio. We talked about Tua Tonga-Valoa. Uh, Tua, he's he's still not playing. He's not going to play against the Minnesota Vikings in the Dolphins' next upcoming game. Mike McDaniel said he finally got back out there in a limited capacity onto the practice field today. And, you know, I can't do anything but wish nothing but the best for Tua Tonga-Valoa. Meanwhile... He's not the only quarterback who's hurt. It's been an ongoing story right now. I know all my friends in Dallas have been talking about it. People have called up the radio show here, have talked about it. If the Dallas Cowboys keep winning, we can't move him. Him being Cooper Rush. Like Cooper Rush is is delivering the Dallas Cowboys to all of these victories. It's, It's not the case. And pardon me, as I'm distracted. Oh, you I am see it wa- too. Yeah, I am watching. I am watching. It's the bottom of the eighth. The San Diego Padres they lead the Dodgers five to three. Dodgers obviously lead the series one to nothing. Dodgers are at the plate. What is that? A goose? A duck? What is that?
7: That has a duck written all over it. I don't understand why they don't have. Some kind of maidens come on the field. I mean, this could be really dangerous for Bruh, players.
2: Seriously, do you do you understand if they go out there and move that animal? Do you know how many protesters we're gonna have on the field during the World Series? You'd be you'd have a
7: lot uh, less happy people. See, Dodgers get a hit. Maybe this is a good luck charm, but you'd have a lot less oh happy people God. if so. If a, if a great Padre outfielder slips on that duck, which is still stagnant, as opposed to just maybe two hundred people with. Uh, and- Peter or something like that. The
2: the duck is in the oddest of positions. I've never seen a. It's like the duck is laying down. The duck is in shallow center. <laughs> it's having kids. Uh, I I hope not. The duck is in shallow. It's like right past the, the second basement, and the duck is just sitting there. One of the, the 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 second base, the second base ump turned around and looked, and he's like, oh yeah, there's a duck there, but we're gonna keep on playing, so and they. Yeah. This thing, I'm I'm sorry. I, we're watching it on television. I don't. It, it looks large. That's why I'm like, is it a duck? Is it a goose? I I'm sorry. I failed birdology in school, but it's a big ass bird. And speaking of big ass birds, for whatever reason, Randy Johnson was actually trending. <laughs> or, yeah, Randy Johnson was trending on Twitter today. I've I've known this for years now. Uh, but a lot of people have started to realize that he is heavily into photography. Uh, yeah, Devontae Adams will not be pushing him around. Uh, but the big unit, it, he travels, he goes to teams, he gets credentials, and he shoots. He's one of the greatest pitchers of all time, a Hall of Famer. He's also a, a photographer, not just of sports, of landscapes, et cetera. You can, you can legitimately search Randy Johnson photography and you can find his website.
7: Listen, you listen to JR. Sport Food. Photographers took a little dip in reputation last night. You needed a bounce back, right? No,
2: oh, I can't. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah, they, They're out here looking to get abused. They don't know how to follow rules. Right. Just, just all type of nonsense. I, 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 for all the things you know, in in baseball, and we'll always see, especially outside, in the NFL. We saw that black cat. I think it was at a Giants game. Uh, I remember. I rem- the the rally monkey? Why was there a rally monkey with the with the angels? But there was one. Squirrels and monkeys and cats. You know, speak. You remember the you know you remember the pigeon right with Randy Johnson? No, it wasn't a pigeon he killed. It was a goose. Oh, I thought it was a pigeon. No pigeon. No pigeons. No, nah, it's too small. Okay, it was a pigeon. I
7: I think it was a pigeon when Randy Johnson had that fastball, and then you saw the feathers go you know splat all over the place.
2: Nah, it was bigger than a pigeon, man. Okay. It was bigger than a pigeon. What did he kill? Kills bird. We all know it was a bird. It was a dove. Okay, it was a dove. Got it. Got it. There you go. So of all the all of all the, the birds he could have killed, it couldn't have been one of the mangy flying rats. It, the only person who would have been sad if it was a pigeon would have been Mike Tyson. But, yeah. Good call. There's a, there's a bird. I don't know if the bird moved out of uh, the field yet. Nobody was going to move that bird, bro. Sorry. Peter would have had a fit. Anyway, the Dodgers are trying to put some some runs on the board so they can stay alive and take a 2-0 lead. Josh Hader is on the mound. He's performed better as of late. Let's see if he gets smacked around tonight. 855 two one two four cbs That's 855 212 cbs You know, as I discussed this situation with Dak and, and Cooper Rush before I saw the Big Bird at Dodger Stadium, There is no update. It doesn't appear that Dak is going to play. It looks like Cooper Rush is going to go out there and get another start against Philadelphia. And uh, that's what it is. Let's get to some of your calls before we get to the top of the hour with a new top six list. Sean is calling from Massachusetts. What's up, Sean?
8: Hey, how's it going? It's going well. What's up? I have a, A couple questions for you, and then I'll hang up and I'll listen to your answer.
2: Okay. Maybe I have answers. Go ahead.
8: The the sack on Brady last Sunday was a very clean hit, and I thought they threw the flag on Brady for trying to kick the guy when he got up, and they called it a... Roughing the passer. Yes, and my other point is oh, okay. Uh, a lot of my friends are saying the same thing. Has the has the game passed Belichick by because he he gets all these big fat guys to play defense, <laughs> and you now they're not non-athletic. And all the other teams that are athletic, and this—you know—they can't stop the run most of the time. And uh
2: nah, I don't think so. And, I just—I think—I think, I think we're—we've basically stepped into a world where the New England Patriots don't have a guy named Tom Brady. I think we've stepped into a world yeah. where the New England Patriots are not competing for a championship. It wasn't going to happen for another twenty years. And so I'm not I'm not prepared to say that the game has passed
8: uh, Bill Belichick I, by. I'm still I'm still a Tom Brady fan. Okay, and, I'm sure. And and uh, Bel- Belichick said, you know, I can win another championship with any other quarterback. Did that come so out of his mouth? That came out of his mouth.
2: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look that one up. Okay, but I, I know what yeah, did come but... I, I know what did come out of his mouth. And Sean, I appreciate you for calling from, from Massachusetts. He doesn't have Tom Brady as quarterback right now. He he doesn't have Mac Jones. or well, we don't think so as his quarterback right now. Mac Jones recovering from a high uh, ankle sprain, uh, but he does have Bailey Zapp out there as his quarterback. Or excuse me, Zappy. Don't mess that one up, Mister Zappy. Is Zappy going to go out there and, and play the next game in the most Bill Belichick way possible? Bill Belichick was asked about that. This is what he said.
7: Is it possible that Mac
0: would be healthy enough to back up Bailey, but you wouldn't start him? I don't know.
6: We'll
2: see. <laughs> Damn. I don't know. We'll see. Let, let let's play that one more time. Is it possible that Mac would be healthy enough to back
0: up Bailey, but you wouldn't start anymore?
2: I don't know. We'll see. At this point, Bill Belichick just sounds like a he sounds like a lazy customer service representative. Like you call up your insurance company, you call up your cell phone provider, you call up whoever. Well, I don't know. If you got cable, you call them up, and they, they, they don't sound interested. You're asking them for help, and they just, they're miserable. Like, they don't want to be there. Maybe they don't. The Patriots are going to take on the Browns. That ain't no football match that I'm going to be, you know, itching to see. And maybe that's why Bill Belichick is so un- unenthusiastic. He has to look at his former team and his new team, and he has to look at both of them, probably do nothing. I won't be watching that game. No, thank you. I don't need to see Mr. Bailey Zappy, or Mac Jones, if he's even healthy enough to be out there to play. It's the JR Sport Reshow Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of playing, I think the big bird is gone from the field at Dodger Stadium. When we come back, I'm going to give you a new top six list. We're going to run through some baseball. We're going to talk about some players who have the most to prove here in the postseason. Don't move. I don't know. We'll see.